Hey guys, this is Chaitan. This is Shiv. And this is Abby. And welcome to Who Got Next, episode 80. So yesterday, doing the podcast, obviously, there were some live games going on. We had Portland and uh, Denver. And we all, well, most of, well, me and Chaitan, I felt that Denver was going to win that game. I think, well, Shivam, I don't know, Shivam, who did you have again at that at the time? Winning yesterday? Yeah, like when the game was going on before. I think, did you say Portland or no? I said, um, I said Portland, I think, before the game started. Yeah, before the game started, yeah. So, so we, yeah, we had our, our mixed opinions on the game. And then while, right when we were about to leave the podcast, uh, bro, the Denver Nuggets were handling them. They were up 20. And then as soon as we said that, here came Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers, and they cut that lead down to three at the end of the half, and we had a ball game. And then obviously – when that game hit halftime, that's when the final game of the day began. And that was a game we all, you know, TNT, we all primetime game, game five. Game fives are pivotal in any playoff series. And we, we were supposed to have LeBron James, no AD. We knew while we were recording that AD would not be playing. And it was them against the Suns at Phoenix. And uh, to say that we were unimpressed – by one team is an understatement. In the beginning of the game, I saw LeBron's face. He looked locked in. And they started off, what, I think it was 8-3 to three to score. And then after that, it just, bro, I've never seen, well, I'm not going to say I've never seen, but I haven't seen a LeBron-led team fall like that within the second quarter. Because at the end of the first quarter, they were down 14. And by, the, by halftime, they were down 30. Devin Booker was cooking. And contributed. Chris Paul did nothing crazy. Cameron Payne, Mikael Bridges, Jay Crowder, Torian Craig, all of them. So, Chaitan, I'm going to start with you. What were your thoughts on that game? And, and I remember before you go that I think I picked the Suns to win. You picked the Suns to win. And Siobhan felt that the Lakers could pull this off. Yeah, and simply for the fact that they're playing in Phoenix, I was like, okay. Phoenix, their record at home is 27 and 9. I'm like, okay, this should favor the home team. Um, given how LeBron and the team has played in the last four games, I feel like we haven't seen the real Lakers to start with since game two. So it was like easy choice here to make is Phoenix is going to pull out this game. But the way they pulled it out is not how I saw it play out. I mean, to begin with, that second quarter, they got outscored 32 to 10. That, they scored 10 points in a quarter. And honestly, if we're being completely honest here, if Devin Booker showed up, I think, was it game three? Well, both games in LA, he, he struggled. So, it, yeah, but I think game three was the closer of the two games. Uh, That's the one they lost by single digits, I think. Well, game three was the one where, you know, uh, he gets the hot dogging, you know, they dogged him. Uh, well, there's the game two was the one that they were, it was close. Game two at Phoenix was close. Game three was a blowout. And game four, the Suns won. So, so, but I know Devin Booker struggled a little bit. He scored 18 points in the first quarter yesterday. So, like, if he showed up one of those games, we can easily say, oh, yeah, this series could have been over. 
kind of thing. It's just, hey, now we're seeing, we saw, what we're seeing now is a star in the making or a superstar in the making with Devin Booker. And I'm sorry, but I would put out a missing person warrant on LeBron James. Yo, I have no idea what's going on with LeBron. He had seven, uh, seven assists and five rebounds. Okay, so define that, because I know a lot of that's been a hot, co- hot topic. What's wrong with LeBron? What do you, what do you, and obviously when Shavam, uh, when Shavam goes, what do you mean by that? So, what is LeBron's strongest aspect of his offensive game, other than the, other than his godlike vision? Taking it to the court, uh, taking it to the rim. What has he done? Three pointers. Yesterday, yeah, exactly. Yesterday he went six for ten from three. He went three of nine from inside the paint, inside the arc. You're not seeing the same LeBron James going to the paint, creating for his teammates that we're used to seeing. And I'm sorry, I love Mikhail Bridges, I love Cam Johnson, but they're not Kawhi Leonard from 2013. Yo, where's LeBron? I, I like someone said it yesterday. Who was, who was commentating the game yesterday? Was a Grant? I think it was Grant Hill. Grant Hill, and he said he said something about like it looks like Father Time is catching up to LeBron, which is ridiculous to say. But is it? I don't think so. And well, explain, Abby. We are talking about a man in his 18th season, a man who's been in almost every finals um, since 2000 and, and nine out of ten finals yeah nine out of ten finals. so he's I, played more games more minutes than any current player in the league and we know with the with the player he is and the position he takes on every team he's always had to lead the team in the playoffs especially on that cleveland cavaliers team he's been the center player how and much- I, there's nothing you're saying that i that, that is inaccurate or wrong and i completely understand your notion and uh Chaitan's notion but Obviously, yesterday the Portland game was going on, but obviously we, as we both, we all love basketball. We were watching, trying to watch both games at the same time. I was watching the Lakers game, and to blame, to think, like like games one, two, three, four, LeBron looked like he was fine. Like he looked like LeBron. He just looked like he, he. The thing with him, see, this is why the whole Jordan, Kobe, LeBron debate is what it is. Kobe and Jordan, no matter what the game is, no matter what the situation is, they will shoot themselves either to victory or in a loss. The first three games, LeBron had 80, and the first game they lost, 80 didn't play well. Nobody played well. Second game, Chris Paul obviously was hampered. But regardless, LeBron, 80 played amazing. He had 34 points, if if I remember correctly. So LeBron saw that. I can do, I can manage this scenario and win this game, which they did. Game three happens. Once again, AD has a phenomenal game. And LeBron, I think, I forgot, I think he had 20 points or something, whatever he had. So he managed the game because he knows that I need to pick and choose yeah. my moments. So that's okay. where I feel you're not going to see the Cleveland Cavalier LeBron from his last season where Kyrie left and it was him versus Toronto, him okay, versus Indiana, him versus Boston. You're not going to see those numbers. But yeah, that's okay. not – You have your answer. He cannot carry – he can lead a team. He can lead a team alongside, you know, another player like AD. But I he think, 
I think he will only go there if he has to. I don't think he... I, I, me and Shaitan literally said this on the podcast yesterday. Or at least I did. I don't think he can. And yeah, you guys both did say that. Yes, you both and said that. I don't think he can. And I am just, and, and, and I will completely admit you both were correct if he does not do it tomorrow. I told you when Shaitan yesterday said the back is against the ball yesterday, I said, no, 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 no. The back is not against the wall yesterday. Now it is. This game, Thursday in LA, because if they lose this game, those bubble questions are really going to start happening because people saw what happened in Miami this year. They got swept. The, yes, I'm not saying I am. I'm not going to take anything away from them. They're healthy. We have our main guy down. And so my thing here is not what, – what I mean by I'm not seeing the, correct, the right LeBron is, dude, I don't care how old LeBron is. But when LeBron steps on the court, he does not put – he used to put the fear of God in players. Nobody, he, he could have been – it could have been his passing, his complete, like, extraordinary but vision. Jacob, I'm not saying you didn't watch the game because I would never say that about somebody else and what they do. But if you watch that game closely yesterday, they are legit throwing two bodies at him. Once one guy switches, the other body comes. And they're basically telling him – yeah. Someone else beat us, not you. Yes, and, and but this is not the first time he's ever gotten double team and triple team. It's and the rest of these. Like, LeBron does take majority of the blame for yesterday's loss, but nobody else stepped up at all. Was it, bro? Dennis Schroeder, oh for nine. This man turned down eighty million dollars. I'm so happy. I'm I'm so happy he turned it down, and I hope the Lakers offer him. I hope they offer him less than Kuz. Okay, and I have a question for both of you now because I said they would regret this decision when it happened during the trade deadline. They made a huge mistake not trading for Kyle Lowry. And why did they not trade for Kyle Lowry? Who is the piece that was untouchable? Tucker. The man didn't play until yesterday. So what the hell were they... Why did you not make that trade? There's So I think if they had Kyle Lowry on the team right now, that changes the whole dynamic. Oh, yeah, 100%. They need a third but, guy. But, yeah, no, what you're saying is correct. Like, yeah, he's getting thrown double teams, right? But, you know, he used to be able to pass out of these double teams. And it, if, it, if it wasn't a wide-open three, it was a wide-open dunk for someone. It was when we saw what we see from LeBron is, yeah, I get it. It's probably crazy to think. It's, it's crazy high expectations for LeBron, but. You know, when he was passing out of these double teams, you know someone was wide open and scoring. Someone was there. I understand. You know, the, the Lakers squad just didn't show up yesterday. Plus, but, the wrong players are playing. I cannot emphasize this enough. Markeith Morris is starting. You have got to be kidding me. I don't know why. Andre Drummond is no longer. Andre Drummond is, bro, he, whatever, whatever money he expects to make in the offseason, he is not going to receive that from the Lakers or anybody else. Alex Crusoe, he can play great defense, and that's about it. He is an offensive liability. Shooter, utter trash. That is straight-up nonsense. You cannot do that. You need Tucker in the game. You need Montrez. Yo, the former six-man of the year is not getting minutes. I do not understand what's going on here. This, and to be honest, it's they, they have to figure this out because tomorrow – 24 hours away, 26 hours away. If Anthony Davis is not playing, 
it is over. Unless, oh. Oh. unless somehow LeBron turns back the clock of time, I just don't see it happening. But I he, will say you both are right with what you're saying. If LeBron can do what I expect, what we have known him to do tomorrow. If LeBron does not drop ball, let's remember, say. Remember what I also said yesterday on the uh, podcast? That depending on how these next two games play out, that LeBron James is no longer the best player in the league. Oh, yeah. If he doesn't do it tomorrow, then you were, you're, you're right. That mantle will have to be given to someone else. You guys did not agree. But, but uh, what about now? If he doesn't do it tomorrow, then I, I'll agree with you. Not I to say do tomorrow. I agree with you. I'm not going by one game. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You can't go off of one game. You know, maybe yeah. he's just off night for him. He don't. He don't show up tomorrow, and I mean him. I don't give a shit about the other players. He himself. He needs to do what he did in Cleveland, uh, 2015, 2018. He needs to drop whatever the number is, 30, a minimum 30 plus, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, or triple double, whatever he got to do. Control the pace of the game, and straight up dominate. I- I'm sorry, I'm asking for too much. I, I, whether it's the injury, whether it's it's father time, it is all taking its toll. I think it's the injury, though. It's yeah, we keep. I I'm the one that said it. it's like he came back too early, and the issue with a high ankle sprain is hey, once the swelling is gone, there's no rehab you can do to it other than yeah, give it time to rest. There was a report. I think like a, like literally a week after he came back saying that, or LeBron said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm definitely going to feel this up until the postseason or even after the season's done. We knew that, you know, there's, he, there's no way he recovered a hundred percent. But then if you're saying he's still hurt, then you can't judge him as the player you're seeing right, right now. Then. Yeah. Which we're not, I'm just saying it's just. there. Then, which is why I'm, yeah. Which is why we're saying that we don't think he can do one of those virtual performances that we're so used to seeing. But well, like, in my opinion, the whole gist of this whole conversation is if he only shows up, they will lose. He needs some help. I don't yeah. care if you're Michael Jordan. I don't care if you're Kobe Bryant. I don't care if you're any of these players. Without, you can look at the Suns. Chris Paul didn't – Chris Paul wasn't there, obviously, for three games. And sometimes other players showed up. Sometimes they didn't. When, when multiple players show up, that's when you win the game. Games, plural. In this situation, that's a man. Tucker, Harold, Drummond, Schroeder. Yo, they better show up for contract, for for contracts for the next season, for pride, for a chance to win a championship, etc., etc., etc. There are so many reasons. Frank Vogel, bro, I could easily see him getting fired. Out of here. I could oh. easily see him being fired. And the, and the biggest rumor right now is that Jason Kidd may be getting a Boston Celtics job. So if he gets that job before he even interviews there, if Frank Vogel Fs this up, deuces to you, Jay Kidd, you don't got to go nowhere. You just switch bench spots with this dude. Simple as that. Yep. Also, one other statistic I would like to point out, just to tell you how off LeBron, uh, off his game is, how different it is. Compared to usual, zero free throws in last night's game. Zero think, free throws in last night's game. Yeah. I think that says everything, Abby. He averages nine free throw attempts. That, that was the third time in his almost 275 playoff games that he's played. Only the third time that he hasn't gone to the free throw line. Oh, man. Oh, I, I truly I, – I learned my – I understand 
everyone saying what they're saying here. I truly do. I am not the biggest LeBron fan. Obviously, in the past, I was not even his fan. I am more of his fan today than ever before. Until I see him fall fully out, fully out the playoffs. Not fully. Everything. Listen, he is still a star, but. No, no, no. I'm not talking about star. No, no, no. Players players of his caliber, they don't sell for stars. As soon as he becomes less than a superstar, he will walk away from the game. And I don't think the time has come yet. And I think tomorrow, every time we've seen it, game seven against the Spurs, game six against the Celtics, the big three Celtics with KG, Ray Allen, Rondo, everyone. The look in the eye. We've seen the look in the eye that he had in Boston. The last time you saw that at that point, bro, our balls didn't even drop. That was 2010. No, but I'm talking about 2018. I saw in 2018. I saw in 2018. 2018, again, three years ago and two injuries ago. Yeah, Uh, I'm looking at at the game logs for each of these games for LeBron. Six free throws, one free throw, three free throws, seven free throws. It's, I mean, his best in best scoring performance was 25 points in game one, game four, right? He went one for seven from three, but he went nine for 14, like inside, inside the, inside the arc. It's, you know, we're seeing two different LeBrons here. It's like if his shot, if his three point shot is going in, all he's doing is taking three pointers because that's exactly what he did in game two when he went four for nine where he went five for seven from inside the arc, uh, inside this arc. Yeah. It's just, Hey, if his shot is going, which they're giving him, by the way, they're giving him his jump shot. They're like, okay, you can take the jump shot. You're not beating us in the paint. That's essentially the sun's game. And well, at the end of the, I, I, there's so many things you can just dissect about this game. Everyone's been talking about this game, LeBron, Lakers, Phoenix, etc. But I think the game that we thought yesterday, the game we were supposed to see yesterday is the game we're going to see tomorrow. I cannot envision any way, any way possible, a 30-point blowout, 20-point blowout, any of those situations. So tomorrow, that's must-see TV. And thank goodness that these damn TV networks figured out a way to put Portland and Denver and, and Lakers and Suns on two separate time slots. Whoever these morons are that are putting these games at 9 o'clock and then 10 o'clock on NBA TV, like, bro, give a team an extra day of rest if you have to. Like, figure it out. These are superstar players. And if anyone who missed Dame Lillard's performance, which we are about to get into, then I truly feel bad for you because that's a top – that's a performance you see once every maybe five, ten years. So, yeah, let's just get into it now. Portland, Denver, at Denver. Game five, two, two. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Abby, Abby, I'm sorry, but I, we didn't give our predictions for who wins this Lakers game tomorrow. All right, I say I'll say it right now. Tomorrow, the Lakers close game. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think we see Game Six, LeBron. I feel they will find a way. Montrezl Harrell will play 20 plus minutes at least, in my opinion. If he built, he will get playing time. He will bring the energy. I think the Lakers pull out Game Six. Check out thoughts. I think the star that shines the brightest tomorrow is me, Devin Booker, and the Suns win by six. So this ends. Okay. Shavam. Without AD. And we're all saying this with AD not playing. Let's just be, let's just, let's just, yeah, uh, without AD playing. Yeah. Without AD, um, 
the Lakers season ends tomorrow night. Sucks to say. First ever first round loss for LeBron James, but yep. it's it, this, this team is just a bunch of G League players. I'm sorry to say. And they Yo, we can't go without we can't go uh we can't end this this subject without mentioning this man's name. Yo, Kyle Kuzma, bro. I yo, I can't like yo, I don't have anything against the guy personally. It's just that trade for Anthony Davis, they basically swore their souls that, bro, we need to keep Kuzma. We need to keep Kuzma. You can have Josh Hart. You can have Lonzo. Brandon Ingram was a given for sure. But I would take all three of those players. Yeah, 100%. Significantly upgrade over Kyle Kuzma. So. There's almost no player in the NBA that I would – there's no player I, I – Kuzma is my most hated player in the league. Right now, I would take any player in the league over this guy. He's just straight garbage. He makes the same mistakes over and over. He loves just taking deep, retard, just terrible three-pointers. It makes no sense. He loves fouling other players on the three-pointer. I love it. He fouls a player on the three-pointer. Yo, he looks at the ref like, yo, what did I do wrong, ref? He does the same shit every damn time. Then he looks at the ref asking for an explanation. It makes no sense to me, bro. I hate it. The, the time that they made that Anthony Davis trade, I'm like, you know, the guy they need to keep is going to be Josh Hart. Yep. You know, I, if I Josh Hart they... was on this team, I'm telling you right now, he would be the starting shooting guard. And every one of those shots that Dennis Schroeder didn't make, all those shots that Wesley Matthews did not make, that dude, Josh Hart, would have made them and he would have been their, their second best defender behind Anthony Davis. Oh, man. I love how this all comes full circle, like the whole trade and everything. And to be honest, bro, the Laker fans, are they should be feeling lucky or happy or whatever the word you want to use. That at least they got one chip. You can say bubble. You can say whatever you want to say. But they won that one chip because, obviously, even if they make it out of this series, it ain't looking too good. And going forward, obviously, we know all these teams are just going to get better. Brooklyn's going to still be Brooklyn. Milwaukee is going to be Milwaukee. We don't know about the Clippers scenario. Luka is still in Dallas. Utah is coming. And obviously, that boy, that man, Clay Thompson, he's itching. He's itching. And you know Steph Curry? He put everyone on notice. That, listen, I'm doing this by myself. So, Shavam has said this repeatedly, that this is their – if they don't win it this year, I don't he, – he feels they will probably never – LeBron himself – We'll never win another one, possibly a championship. So, yo, tomorrow there's so that game, that one game, can the ramifications are insane. So, okay, I think it we spent out just two people's legacies. Go yeah. ahead. It changes two people's legacies. It changes LeBron's legacy, and it will change Chris Paul's legacy. Why does it change? Okay, well, I, I don't think it changes either of them. What makes you say that? Well, yeah, I don't think anything changes no. unless uh, Chris Paul wins a ring. Solidified and no, the, the way I think if if Phoenix wins tomorrow, if Phoenix wins the series, they're going to the NBA Finals. Okay, okay, but but that's the thing. You still need to see that happen, though. No, yeah. that that's what I'm saying. Is that, that's my quote unquote prediction. And with LeBron, it's yo, I I love the narrative you wrote about LeBron being the goat if he can you know, clear out this West with what is going on right now, with everything that's happened to him. 
But like, if he loses his first round, we're never gonna be talking about him. Be like, he's gonna be one B. He's never gonna be one A, one A. With MJ. Well, that, that's the big thing for LeBron. He'll always be one B, but he won't be one A. I, I don't oh. think one game. It's out. first of all, AD is out. That's their number. That that that's that's a big, um, big factor in play. Yeah. But yeah, right now we all have him behind Michael Jordan. There's nothing we can without another chip. I don't think you can definitively put him above. Um, that, that's what I'm saying. I think that, like we've been always, uh, like we've always envisioned, is hey, this Lakers team, when healthy, both AD and LeBron would be able to win a chip. But hey, come next year, it it's a different league. It's a different league, and yeah, it's just I, I, it's not possible. Um, LeBron will continue to, you know, break all these accolades and stats. He probably will end up number one all time greatest scorer, you know. So like the debate will always be up there, you know, like, is he better than Michael Jordan or not? But definitively, in my eyes, without chip number five, I can't do it. I cannot. Ooh. Put him- Ooh, tomorrow. Oh, can't come fast enough since we had tomorrow. But another game that's going to have tomorrow, game six, is the game that we saw yesterday. Well, the series that we saw yesterday. Listen, Portland, Denver, obviously, we were on the podcast live when the game started. It was in the second quarter. Portland looked like they they were happy to, I don't even know, be there. Like, yo, we're losing. Denver will be back at the crib and win, it, win the game. But nope, they fought back. They cut a 22-point lead from the second quarter all the way down to three at halftime. And then, I don't know, I don't have the words, I don't have the, the sentences, anything to describe what I saw. I picked Denver. I had my own money on Denver. But what I saw Damian Lillard do yesterday, I have never in my life, the 10, 11 years I've watched basketball professionally, I have never seen a single player do what he did. I don't care about no Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time, whole sample-wise, yes. But no picks. This man, Damian Lillard, and he's not shooting from the corner. He is shooting 35, 40-footers. ISO, no pick. Step back, step to the side. Step back, whatever you want to call it. I, see, that's the thing. Like, you can't speak mm. on it. We saw, bro, Denver had a nine-point lead with two minutes to go. In a playoff game, that game is over. The man drops three straight threes from freaking, I don't know what zip code, wherever Denver, Colorado, wherever the hell the zip code is. I don't even know the cities in uh, Boulder, whatever you want, whatever. I don't even know about Denver, Colorado, but whatever the the hyperbole. I've never seen them do like that. Austin Rivers legit prayed to God. Thank God he missed one because that's all he did. The poor guy missed one. He's human. And bruh, Robert Covington, that's a man. You can't make a dunk. You can't make a damn dunk. CZ McCollum, he made a clutch three to cut the lead down to one to, to force second overtime. So, and CZ McCollum, has, as Chaitan said, he didn't shoot well. I think it was seven for 22. Yep. Nurkic, bruh, that's a second time this series you have fouled out. Do you understand how important you are for this team? And it's Cantor and nobody else on this Portland Trailblazer team can handle Joker. So, Nurkic, you have to be available. And he just can't stop fouling. Obviously, Joker is the MVP. 
and it's a tall task to ask. But Denver won. Michael Porter Jr., he said he would show up. He did. Monte Morris played the game of his life. He showed up. And the MVP, bro, this man, he's not athletic. He's not shredded. He's not the biggest, most entertaining player. But he is the MVP, top three player in the NBA. And he did what he had to do. And Portland, I can't even say Portland. It was Dame Lillard who tried to single-handedly win the game. And he just fell short. But it was the greatest performance I've ever seen with my own eyes. Yeah, no, this this ranks at from the performances I've ever seen. It's obviously LeBron's fifty-one in two thousand eight, uh, twenty eighteen. Um, the forty-five point triple double against Boston, Game Six, and then another LeBron performance when he dropped like twenty-five straight against Detroit when he was still a kid, because he was only like twenty-three when he did that. Right, so like three of my, the greatest playoff performances. Plus, Clay Thompson's game six, where he broke the NBA record for three pointers, which Dame Litter broke this game. Some of the greatest performances, but like, I think the most clutch thing I saw for this entire game was Portland is down four, and Austin Rivers is bringing up the ball, backing down Dame Lillard with probably 90 seconds to go. Dame Litter pit pockets him, dribbles up the court, hits a three to cut the lead to one. Right? How we always talk about Dame Litter's clutch performance in the three, but we never talk about his defense. And this was the defense leading to the offense. I'm like, that's how you knew it was. He's just different. It's just he will find a way to get the ball in his hands at the clutch moments. So, you know, he ties the game up in overtime to send the game to overtime. He does it again to send it into double OT. And his team is just pretty much sold. CJ stepped out. And I have no idea how you step that far out of bounds. It wasn't like he stepped on the line. He was behind the line when he stepped out of bounds. Robert Covington, yo, just finish a layup. You don't have to yam it out of nowhere. You guys were still down. You could have cut twice. the lead to two, I think. Yeah, he did it twice. He tried to do an emphatic slam for no, absolutely no reason. And it, they just, oh, come on, man. You guys, Dame Lillard had an all-time performance. And honestly, I was thinking, I'm watching the game. I'm like, Yo, is he gonna break Jordan sixty three at the at one point? I was like, yo, this is not real, because I was texting Abby. I was like, yo, what the fuck am I watching? Like, he anything he put up, he put he threw up a a prayer essentially, just banked it in. I was just like, all right, yeah. I thought I, I honestly I had Denver winning this game. I thought Portland was the way Damian Lillard was playing. I thought Portland was gonna handle this game. I thought they were just gonna this. Clutch shot after clutch shot. I thought, yo, this is Dame Lillard's. I think this is his best performance ever. In a playoff game? Uh, agreed. In, in his career. In, in a career. Um, in terms of clutchness, um, this is absolutely ridiculous. He carried that team, put them on the back. Just at one point, even in, in regular OT, 
I think Portland went down almost seven to eight points with like two minutes left. Um, Nine. And, I, and I, you know, I, I, I turned my, my head. I was watching the Lakers game. I just figured, you know, it's probably over. And then our boy Amir is just like, yo, uh, this Portland game is crazy. I'm just like, oh, what? I mean, they were down seven points like a minute ago. I look back, they're down maybe two points, three points. And Dame just, again, just makes a ridiculous three-pointer um, to send it into double OT. And I'm just like, yo, how is this guy doing this? And I'm thinking, like, we talk about the greatest shooters of all time. Um, put some respect on Dame's name. He is uh, second at bare minimum. At bare minimum. And I'm sorry to say, um, Steph Curry, yes, he's the greatest shooter, but clutch, in terms of clutch shooting that I've seen in a playoff game, Dame takes number one for me. Um, Just the timely shots he's making, um, I've never seen Steph Curry do that. I've seen Steph Curry make greater, you know, greater shots and, you know, just more impressive games. But in, in clutch time like this, I don't think I, I cannot remember a Steph Curry game uh, where he just took over in crunch time the way Dame has. And the wildest thing is that last shot he took in in the first overtime. It was an and one. It was a foul. Yeah, that, Shaq, Shaq Harrison fouled him. Um, like, I, listen, I, that's another. The refs are literally ruining this league. They call that BS foul on Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers, yeah, they call, first of all, they call that, I don't know how they were able to call that. They call that, but they don't call a clear slap on the wrist on that Dame shot. On top of that, if that call on Austin Rivers was actually confirmed, I swear to God, like, I, 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 I've never, I would be like, yo, you're just. The call? They, they, they basically, they knew they were wrong. But they knew they couldn't reverse the call fully. So what they did was they said the foul occurred before he shot it. Yeah. So, they, so he didn't get three free throws. He got the ball, and he ends up making a three anyways. Yeah. But that's what happened. On top of that, they missed a clear. I I don't know how they missed it, but the inbounds pass in double OT. It was off of Joker's hands. Yeah. I, I remember seeing that. that was clearly off of uh, Joker's hands. And, I'm and just, I was like, yeah, no, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, yo, his hand is the furthest stretched out. And the way Robert Covington and Damian Lillard reacted to it. You're like, okay, yeah, it had to be touched by Denver because if, if the person that, if I'm Robert Covington and I touch that, and I want a review. I'm not going to ask for a review on a, on a ball that I know I sent out of bounds. I, I don't know how they missed that. I don't know. These refs are literally. These are. We're talking playoffs, man. They work the whole season this hard for these moments, and just for the refs. The refs can literally ruin a game, and I, that happened yesterday. I completely forgot. But yeah, if Scott Foster. Is officiating tomorrow's Suns game? Oh yeah, bet on the bet on the Lakers. Bet on the Lakers. Eleven straight. I um, hope he's not refereeing tomorrow. Listen, I hope he is, but it doesn't change the fact that I, there's nothing you can do to make me put money on the Lakers unless AD is back. 
just because I told you I don't think LeBron is the same LeBron we're equipped to seeing. All right, so now let's go to this series. Obviously, it's 3-2 Denver. It's it's hard to envision Dame ever playing, not ever, I won't say the word ever, but him playing like this again in this series or even tomorrow. But going back to Portland, they have to win two straight. Um, I think I can't see Dame going out like that. So I think they do force a game seven. I Yo, I want to say they force a game seven, but the just how much emotions were in yesterday's game. It just it just seems like yo, you just get your heart broken that bad. After that performance, I can't see it. Unless and on top of this, it's not even like hey, Damian Lillard could have another game of his life. Right? But it's everyone else that doesn't step up. No one, first of all, no one's playing defense in this series. Yesterday, they scored 287 points combined. Yo, how much more offense can you see? Like, yo, CJ needs to step up. Robert Covington needs to make sure that he does not miss a dunk or a layup. Nurkish needs to make sure he doesn't foul out. But, yo, I, I think Denver closes it out. I'm going to have to ride with Dame. Um, I don't see him going out like a chump. I, I can't speak on game seven, but game six, I just don't see. I, I, I think CJ does step up, um, especially after that big blunder with him turning it over in that pivotal moment I think in double OT, stepping out of bounds. Not even just stepping out of bounds. His leg extended for absolutely no reason. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> He extended his foot like three feet back for absolutely no reason. But if 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 uh, Portland loses tomorrow, then I think you'll finally see the changes that we've all envisioned for a long time. Uh, Terry Stotts will definitely be fired. You never want to speak on anyone's job, but and likely that will be a, for the first big change they make. And then I am pretty sure they will break this combination up. I want to see one change, and that's Dame leave. I don't think that's going to happen because I don't think Portland will give rid of possibly the best player in their franchise's history. I think they would rather trade maybe even a combination of McCollum and Nurkic and try to get some type of like they need a forward. They need like a star forward. I don't know who they can go get, but they need a star forward because in in my opinion, this kid and free Simons, if people don't know who he is, he's in his second year. He's like 21 years old. This dude is going to be something amazing, in my opinion. He's a lethal shooter. So I feel like they can trade CJ McCollum, who is a very, very, very good player. And maybe even Nurkic. I don't know. Maybe they don't want to trade. They have He's their best big. But maybe some combination and go after. I don't know who they can get because uh, off, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone. Kawhi Leonard's a free agent. I don't think he's going to go to Portland, obviously. Um, Giannis already resigned. Kevin Love, does that change your fortunes? Not really. Paul George, he's already signed. Would the Clippers trade him? Maybe the Clippers will trade him if um, Kawhi Leonard leaves. There's so it's very hard to think of anyone right now off the top of my head. Here, here's Maybe. a crazy idea, right? Damian Lillard calls up Kawhi and be like, "Yo, come to Portland," and they trade for Carl Anthony Towns. Kawhi is not picking up nobody's calls to go to Portland. 
Yo, he better be. He's not going to Portland. Like, I don't need to report this or even speculate this. This is not going to happen. Yeah, but you get a big three of him, uh, Lillard, Kawhi, and Cat. Yeah, but that's not how. That's the thing. I'm thinking feasibly. You're thinking fantasy land, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type of shit right now. It's true. Think of someone they could actually get. Someone they can hey, maybe if the Knicks will, the Knicks right now at halftime are losing. Hey, if Julius Randle's available, that would be nice. I don't think he fits with Damian Lillard, though. Well, at the end of the day, I think if they lose a series, whether it's tomorrow or game seven, if they lose a series, Terry Stotts definitely will likely be gone. It's unfortunate, but bro, you have to have results, and they have not produced the results. And I think CJ McCollum, there's no way in hell they're trading Damian Lillard, they would trade CJ. And probably they have a lot of young players, Zach Collins and Free Simons. They got paid Norman Powell because he's a free agent. So they have decisions. Mello, obviously, he's getting older. So it is going to be a very, very, very interesting offseason for them. If they lose, we're not saying they will, but if they lose. But tomorrow, me and Siobhan both feel Portland. David Lillard himself, he ain't going out like that. Chaytown Field, Denver is going to close us out. Oh, I don't want to feel like that. Dame Lillard is my favorite player in the league right now. Uh, well, I think that's we what covered everything. I think, yeah, tomorrow we have game six for both both um series, both on at different times. Thank God you get to watch both games if you if you're able to stay up. Obviously, Laker games are pretty late, but I think nine thirty though. Ten thirty early. No, it's an hour early, isn't it? Is it nine thirty, man? Always ten thirty. Um, listen, nobody in the world is missing that game. That's if you are any, if you have any fandom for basketball, especially the NBA, there's no way in hell you're missing that game. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch I'll, that game. I would watch the game at four in the morning. I don't care. I'm not missing Oof, it. because that one game could be a league-changing game because we don't know ramifications of these type of games. And you have LeBron James involved, oh, my God, that's the top of the food chain. So tomorrow, if you are a basketball fan or just enjoy watching basketball or enjoy playing basketball or even just enjoy sports, both games, don't minimize the Denver-Portland game because we just saw what Joker, the MVP, did and Dame Lillard, who is an MVP player, did also. So we have this playoffs, first round's almost done, and the, all these the – West, the Western Conference especially – these series are locked in. I guess we'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.